This week, the Assist City Destiny Clan is four years old. Happy Clanniversary. World Tier 5 is just around the corner in Division 2, and Bioware manages to break and fix Anthem's loot system all at the same time. I'm Halen, and this is the Assist City Community Podcast. Oh, by the way, uh, Death has an Airbnb now in, uh, in, in yeah, North Phoenix. If anyone wants in to North Phoenix, so out. yeah, just uh, look them up. Look up Death and Taxes on Airbnb. It should be there. <laughs> I'll cook you breakfast in the morning. Actually, I don't think you want that. Never mind. Whoa, that's awesome, man. That's right, breakfast. Do I get like little ghost toast? And, uh, <laughs> ghost toast? Uh, Mickey yeah. Mouse uh, pancakes, all that. Yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Do some Cade <laughs> pancake art. Oh, there you go. Have, have you seen the pancake art stuff on Reddit? I've I've seen pancake art. I don't know if exactly what you're talking about, but I've seen it where they like make people's faces with great detail. <laughs> I don't even Dude, know how it's done. It's insane. I think they put it on really low, and then they squirt it out like of a ketchup bottle or something like that. And, you know, you can do layer by layer, and then like that layer cooks faster, so it's darker and... All that stuff. Do you even eat Anyways. those pancakes at the end? Like, are they just too good to eat? I don't know. Maybe. But what if they don't taste good? Because you had true. to cook it all slow and weird. <laughs> so, As you take the pictures, you're fine. Yeah, it just tastes like really stale. I mean, you just smother it in syrup anyway. You can't really taste it. It's just a device to get syrup in your mouth, I guess. <laughs> a device. <to> get... <laughs> That's what burgers and french fries are for me. Yep. Yep. There you go. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Today we have... Death in Texas, as always. Welcome, Hello. Death. Hi. And we also have a special guest. And I'm not saying you're not special, Death. But we have a special guest. <laughs> uh, Laxman, one of our division game officers from the server. What's up, Lax? What's up? Not much. You uh, found time in your busy school and gaming schedule to sit down and talk to us. Appreciate it. Yep. Glad to be here. Even though we're, we got a special guest for Division, we're going to talk a little about the other games as well uh, first before we get to that. Yeah, a little clickbaity, right? These <laughs> top five tips. Just wait till the last one. At the end of the video, you'll want to hang around to hear it. It's a, it's a big build-up for you, Lax. You ready? Right. Give I'm us all the, all the pro strats of how to <laughs> be the best Division. Uh, yesterday was our four-year anniversary. Woo! Did PvP. some PvP in. Yeah, private private lobbies. It was really fun. Uh, it really gave me that vibe of old school, just Halo parties and stuff. I it it really did. It felt almost the exact same. Just like ten people in a voice chat, a bunch of people talking over each other, doing callouts, even though the team is in there with you, and just trash talking and saying, "Oh, that's a bunch of garbage," and calling the person out <laughs> by name and stuff like that. But it was all in good sport, and like no one was really mad. They were just having a good time, you know. You, you guys had some awesome. crazy loadouts too, right? Yeah, it, it, there was never a unanimous like, yeah, let's do this for fun. <laughs> there was always somebody salty, Someone no matter hard. what build we did. Yeah, and then <laughs> when some someone joined mid game, uh, didn't join Scorch. voice chat or nothing. Yeah, and he didn't even he we were using gray weapons. And he wasn't in on that. He was just destroying everyone. Uh, and then he popped the super too. Oh, yeah, man. he was he was like the super elite PVE NPC that you know was impossible. He, he, to take it was just down. a boss. It was a boss encounter. You yeah. guys needed to step up. Yeah. Make sure you do mechanics. Get on the plates, and you'll be able to DPS them down. <laughs> the plates aren't working. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing weights only, and then I was using hand cannon, a white hand cannon, and I was getting yelled at for it. I was using the Traveler's Chosen. Yeah, I know. People were giving me garbage about the hand cannon, too. And that's why I switched. I was like, they're like, oh, you're using a metal weapon. I was like, it's a white hand cannon. <laughs> Playing yeah. the rules. But it, that was really fun. And then afterwards, people uh, did some raids. And I think they did some more PvP after that. So. Yeah, we we did some Leviathan, OG Leviathan raids. Oh, yeah. Cedar Worlds, too. And then, uh, yeah, we did, uh, played, like, 25 iron ban banner matches and lost one match so it was, it was a fun time 
our clan does really well in Iron Banner. <laughs> you yeah, really do. I mean, as long as you coordinate and you can like coordinate that three cap, it it just uses steamroll. It's it's very um very like a game mode that's if you get ahead and you you're backing somebody up in their spawn, you just sit there and camp them. So you just have some good communication. You're good to go. Well, since we're already talking about Destiny, let's talk about some some updates coming our way. Yes. Uh, we're waiting for patch two point two point one, right? This is going to be the first wave of uh, just some like quality of life and it's like the like, the the less RNG patch, like the the RNGesus like blessed you patch. Essentially, is what all this seems to to be geared towards. But mainly for collectors, though, right? Not necessarily for like those per- the people. I guess people trying to gear up too. If there's anyone else, well, I guess I am technically, but I don't really. <laughs> care that yeah. much but yeah I, I guess you're right yeah it's definitely less rng um we're seeing drop rates increased for tons of cosmetics and like stuff from dreaming city last wish yeah um one th- a thousand voices even right and, and of course they don't give us like any specifics on but if it's like a thousand voices it was like it's just like a little bit more common. Um, the rest of them were like double, tripled, or quadrupled on their drop rates. So these are mainly the ones like geared towards the titles. So these people that are chasing those titles that um, haven't gotten their last cosmetic yet. Shout out to uh, Heavy Gage in our in our Discord. He finally got his Sparrow after I think like fifty five runs or something like that of Last Wish. He's he completed Petros like two months ago, and it's just like he never got that Sparrow. Finally got his drop, so he's finally a Riven's Bane, and then. <laughs> here comes this patch that's going to increase that drop rate uh immensely but um but yeah so th- these are kind of these ones are for people that are chasing those titles should help them out because it kind of feels bad when you're when you've got all the, the essential hard stuff done of of a title and the last thing you need is some stupid cosmetic drop it's like come on i just i like i did riven's uh your petra's run you know i've done all the hard stuff on all these challenges i can't i can't get the freaking title because some cosmetics so that's good um you know, and then the the other things is the, um, the all the frames being available by Ada kind of helps out people that are still looking for those specific roles on those specific guns. Yeah, that one's probably going to be. I, I feel like that one's going to be the most welcome change, mm-hmm. and people could just go for the exact frame that they want to do. And I think it's about time because by this time, everyone has there's been plenty of chances to at least get a weapon of each type, and now you can just find tune or roll the the one you like or the one you really want right and i i feel like this is something i'm glad that they're putting it in the dot dot one patch instead of later on because i could see this something letting like the wound fester and making the community really salty for not giving them this kind of stuff it's like look you're not giving us more content to do like at least let us you know min max our gear uh as much as we want yeah, oh, I feel like it, how it should be set up is like you go through all of the fr- like all the weapons it, they each roll out separately, and then once they've all rolled out, like it just they're all available all the time, you know, just like this patch is doing. But I feel like with future stuff, that's what they should do. If there's some type of you know tiered rollout like this, if they want to do it tiered, that's fine. But once everything is cycled through once, just have everything available. Yeah, wasn't this uh like this week one of the weeks and like hasn't been a while with the sense of the lmg hammerhead like there's yeah. like three weeks where the hammerhead wasn't out i think you're right i think it's almost been like six or seven weeks since the hammerhead has been available and i know a lot of people in our community have been looking to be able to just get the chance of farming it because if you missed it it's like you gotta wait six weeks to get it again so and there's just doesn't there seems to be whatever their algorithm on on this stuff plus like the nightfalls i th- i know are um or were kind of messed up like weren't people waiting for that corrupted strike or something like that to come up forever so like it seems like their algorithm on these on these random you know um, reset things weren't really working correctly so hopefully they get they're getting that stuff fixed so yeah now there's more things tied to specific activities and rotation like before in destiny one or even in some in destiny two the whole whole controversy was around like oh you guys you guys hand pick or hand tune the stuff. It's not really random. And I think the community now is understands that maybe random's not the best. And they would rather it have some, you know, some human input there to make sure that things happen and they, they spread the love a little yeah. bit. And they have a little more uh a normal rotation, if you will. Yeah, yeah like a pro- more progr- progression systems too. 
Yeah. So, uh, and what you guys were just talking about, the strikes, like the corrupted stuff, um, that, that stuff's also going to be rotated a little more regularly regularly uh, to help people out to get those. What, the Curse Breaker title is what the corrupted was needed for? Yeah. I think one of the seals. Yeah. Yep. And then there's something in here about the Nightfall Power Handicap. I guess it's going to be adjusted to allow handicaps of 100 plus. Um, yeah, that's what the multiplier starts um, coming into effect when you get 100 plus. And I think this is because, like, the Nightfall has never gone up in power um, since Forsaken has dropped, I guess. So we're two, you know, power increases in. And I think the Nightfall is still technically, like, what is it, like 580 or something like that? So, the you know, even if you put it up to 100, you're, you know, handicap, you're still, like, over-leveling the Nightfall if you're... Um, you know, max level or whatever at 700. So, so I think that's why they're doing this. It's like, well, the nightfall is kind of too easy, and that's okay. I mean, it. I think there does need to be these harder activities. I remember Destiny One when nightfall was just like th the hardest thing in the world. It seemed like it was basically your three man raid sometimes. So, I'm, I'm all down for for harder nightfalls and harder getting those hundred Ks. And have any of you guys gotten your thorn? I you guys finished that stuff? I'm not. I'm on uh, killing titans and crucible stuff. Yeah, I Whoa, think I'm that's on a the... step. Blasphemy, <laughs> yeah, right. man! I'm not doing that. That's why he hasn't completed it yet, because no. he can't kill Titans and Crucible because they're the best class. Dude. So that's why he's still on it. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah, I can kill Titans. <laughs> I just haven't time. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it it does uh, getting shot by it does feel very D one Thorn. That's for sure. Yeah, the dot doesn't last as long. So you, like, I remember in D one, you'd be out of a fight for like a long time but it's still the, the the feeling the sound you know your screen goes green or whatever a little bit so all that definitely feels like it. it's still it's still not as bad as it was but um it definitely gives you that ptsd feeling when you get get shot by it you were able to yeah. uh two tap and you want to right with the, the, the dot two headshots yeah yeah it was like 84 84 and then some ticks or something i think i don't know why i remember that random number but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. You were a uh, Thorn user using it for yeah four months when it no it was like it's more than that one Thorn rampant for like seven months and people were like really why can't we balance this yet? I mean I didn't shoot that ogre through the doorway with icebreaker for like an hour and not use it in <laughs> PvP. Just saying. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I I really did like it and and I, whenever like hunter tracking came out even though thorn was kind of nerfed at that time it was super cool having double like you tag them they get tracked and you also tick them and all that kind of stuff so i still tried to use it afterwards wasn't that <laughs> great uh but yeah like you said the uh well whenever you get shot by thorn it's immediate panic because your screen changes color from the dot and it pretty much if they headshot you it pretty much takes on your shield in one hit so it's blinking red, you got green crap all over your screen, you're dying, and it's, and it's just really hard to, to react to sometimes. Uh, I definitely had to get used to it getting shot by it, because I'm like, whoa, what's happening? Is this a grenade? Is this a smoke bomb? What's going on? Yeah, so, that's, I always get confused thinking it's a smoke bomb. Yeah, so, but I'm glad to see it coming back, and I'll have to get on and grind it out, just haven't had time. The You guys are talking about the upcoming patch. Is that the patch with the enhancement course changes? I um, they I think they're doing the uh, bounty the scrapper bounty changes. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going. It's going to be at the gunsmith now. You'll be able to basically do bounties directly through him. But I think that's pretty much the only change, right? They're just basically moving those over there, and but you're still going to be required to use them for infusion and and uh, obviously master working your gear and all that stuff. Yeah, and then. Doesn't a uh, spider have bounties now that give you enhancement cores too in the update? Uh, I haven't heard that part. I mean, he's obviously still selling his masterwork cores, but I know it's definitely definitely the gunsmith is going to have them. Um, I'm not sure about spider. Plus, I think we're getting them um, if you're level what's level four on the clan or something like that, four or higher. You get um, a couple a week, I think. Yeah, so. I mean, that was stuff supposed to happen to be in the season seven. So is it already in place? Yeah, I just haven't gone to the gunsmith. No, yeah, I think it's coming with this, this the next patch. So I think it still feels like a band aid on a bigger issue of like 
kind of feels bad to um, you have these scarce um, you know material for infusing infusing your gear because you feel like well I don't want to use it to infuse my gear and then you're running a suboptimal build because you you know you want to be the highest light but you don't want to waste your enhancement cores so even though we'll have more avenues to you know use there get them it just still seems like there's there's something else that needs to be re- reworked in the system I don't know what you guys think will feel about it we didn't talk about this last week did we I don't the think so oh okay well yeah I definitely have some things to say about this whole enhancement core thing i i think it's player base wanting the best of two worlds and it's a looter and gearing up type of game they want optimal loadouts and to be max level like all at one time <laughs> and and i think that's just ridiculous like yes the enhancement cores are not very straightforward or a way to there's not a dependable way to grind them but just play the game you know and get your get your stuff and i think there's too much of an expectation that you should be able to attain that maximum light level uh in a in a consistent curve and i I think that's the main problem with all this i think my main issue is the you have the use the enhancement cores for infusion and then you also use them for master working and there's 10 levels of master it's like i don't really master work my stuff anymore because of that yeah i feel you there i only have one masterwork weapon that i actually spent enhancement cores on so yeah. I, I definitely feel you right there it is it is a strained resource when it's used for both things i i agree with that yeah because if you feel like you just like hoarding them because like well i don't know if i want to masterwork this weapon or i don't know if i don't need to use these to infuse gear so you end up just like not spending them on anything so yeah maybe if they were separate and there was more direct way of of getting them both in their own specific ways that'll help out a little bit i mean i don't know what these gunsmith bounties are going to be are they going to be like a couple every day or is it going to be something you can just sit there and grind for um i guess that's yet to be seen so i think we're all in agreement of you know more clear path of getting these and maybe separating them out into their own so that way you can plan more accordingly of like using i know we kind of we we had that before and then they put them all to enhancement cores but i think think it's better when things are separated and you can you can plan out your material usage accordingly i think this is one of the first like materials that's ever had a scarcity problem in in not division in (laughs) destiny though yeah and that's a good thing that they finally hit the other end of the spectrum on something um i mean a lot of materials and currencies they were like that at the beginning but there were always like the hardcore players that were like i don't know what you guys are complaining about and then the people who were complaining eventually were like, oh, I'm drowning in these things. Like, they're pointless. Yeah. Yeah. So, Legendary shards and tokens, all that, yeah. Uh, enhancement cords have stood the test of both of those things. Like, everyone's complaining about them being, like, too scarce or hard to attain. Um, I, I, I think they could just take them out of the lower, like, seven levels of the master working mm, yeah. process. Like, just make them the, the like, last three or something like that. And I, I think that would be fine. Because those first ones, it's like the reward for it is very minimal. I don't think it's worth an enhancement core. I, I don't think they start kicking in until like like level four or something. But maybe just put them in like the last few. Yeah. That's a good and point. still make it make them like three or five each. Mm-hmm. Um, because like Lax was saying, it takes a butt ton of enhancement cores to fully master work a weapon. That's for sure. Yeah, my only fully mastered weapons are the curated roll weapons I have. Yeah, I did my um, bygones, or um, not bygones. What's the other? Go really figure. Good. Go figure. Yeah, yeah, my my good roll. Go figure, and that's it, pretty much. I really wish they'd give us abilities to make really good private lobbies because man, that was a lot of fun yesterday, <laughs> and the community will just be super happy if we had a nice way to make awesome custom games or even custom like strikes and stuff. I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. So. We're going to do one of you ones with snipers. Can't really do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or rockets or like unlimited heavy, you know, that kind of stuff. That would have been really good. So. Give us more knobs. Things to adjust. <laughs> more knobs. Yeah. All right. You guys ready to talk about some, some Anthem? Remember that game? Yeah. Mm. Speaking of masterworks, I guess, right? Just masterworks right. and masterworks. Masterworks. I never even I forgot those two words were shared across the, <laughs> the game. It is a little confusing. 
So the reason we're talking about Anthem this week is because they did release a patch 1.0.4, which brought in legendary missions into the game, uh, as well as the Elysian caches, which are chests that you can open up, you can get the keys for, and then you can open them up um, and get cosmetic items out of them. Yeah. Uh, They also tuned loot drops just a little bit. Uh, They made more items drop from strong cold chests asterisk on that uh asterisk on that <laughs> better said and then uh they also buffed loot drops in grandmaster one so immediately there was some problems with the updates like they they, they have a really bad history of doing this when i say history i mean you know in the month and a half or two that's been out that they patched something but then the patch is broken yeah and the community like reacts super like quick to judge and super angry for no good reason in my opinion um so this one the loot was bugged whites and blues were dropping again from like grandmaster difficulty uh there was like a a lot of embers and not many items the elysian caches weren't being able to be opened or other players were able to pick up your loot even though it wasn't really going to them or there was nothing in the caches it was just a mess (laughs) The loot. It was like the more loot patch, but people weren't getting it, and it made people <laughs> really mad. As someone who doesn't play it, I mean, obviously, I'm laughing right now at it. And I, I looked at Reddit, you know, that day, and it was just, it was a dumpster fire of negative posts. And I was just reading them, and I was like, man, these people are super mad. And honestly, they shouldn't be because Bioware is saying, hey, we we addressed the issue, and hey, log out and log back in, and your stuff will be there. And it's like, man, it's really not worth all this anger. Um, that's just me. Yeah, people are just, you know, so quick to want to judge it now because they, you know, they feel like they've been burned by the game. So anytime there's this slight misstep, they'll just going to latch onto it. Uh, I mean, it's not really fair either. I mean, like, Bioware is pushing out these updates, you know, fairly, like, quicker than a lot of game development studios I've seen for any of these games as a service uh type platforms and so there's going to be bugs there's going to be some issues and as long as they're quick like you said of hey just log out and log back in you'll be fine it was just you know so i feel like people need to take a little bit of step back and kind of appreciate that they're pushing out these updates so quickly and not like yeah well this is we need to test this for like the next three months before we push it out like i'd rather personally me i'd rather especially in a game that the state that uh, anthem is in i'd rather have quicker updates and if there's a few bugs along the way that's fine as long as we can you know get new content or get new uh, i guess quality of life fixes quicker than and waiting like six months of playing something that you not really enjoying the constructive way to look at all this is pretty much loot is different not necessarily improved for all players there's more chances at legendaries and masterworks at the grandmaster one there's been a lot of pictures out there of people showing off their chess openings of like two legendaries and three masterworks and all sorts of crazy stuff yeah um there's even been a meme picture with like a bajillion legendaries like cascaded from the chest, obviously <laughs> photoshopped. Yeah. And even one of the devs tweeted and he's like, Hey guys, look, first legendary since coming back after the patch. And, and it was put up there on, on Twitter. Uh, so for the player who's like just getting into grandmaster one or, or that's like their jam right now. And they're still gearing up towards the legendary javelin or even, you know, just getting higher. Like it's better for that player. Um, but for the, the rest of the players that have had their legendaries, they're actually kind of getting the a bad end of the deal, which is their drops are getting, maybe they're more consistent, but they're getting diluted because like at higher levels, they're at Grandmaster 2 and 3, their drops have been replaced with more crafting materials. Um. So, so yes, you get, I, I don't know, I guess there's two ways to look at it. You have a higher percentage to actually get an item, but there's also a majority of the drop is turned into crafting materials, which a lot of the player, bla- player base has deemed pretty much useless because uh, there's really nothing to craft worth worth their, their time. So take that as you will, yeah, wherever just, you're at. It seems like it needs to be reworked on the crafting system so those materials are actually valuable than it would be like 
the system's broken. I mean, I'm if if you're, I'm fine getting crafting materials drop if you can work towards something to craft. That's actually kind of exciting, especially at the higher tiers of the end game where it's like, well, you know, I, I don't really need a drop anymore. But if I'm working towards this insane craft, um, I think that's still exciting for stuff drop. So it seems like that's more of the problem than crafting materials dropping at higher levels. They need a crafting bench and like uh, maximum maximization or like man what's the word I'm looking for skill tree type thing yes they need a recalibration bench they need that like ASAP honestly like their next major update needs to have that Mm, that makes sense and I think that will make a lot of people happy Uh, if you can make a re-rolling system with diminishing returns so that the more you re-roll it it costs more and more and more to make the you know the materials would be valuable and once you re-roll it, you can't re-roll another slot on that item. You know, if they do something like that, a la Diablo, then I think that will make a lot of people happy. And that will provide a more clear pathway to gearing your character. And, you know, every legendary that a person sees, if they get that 200% damage, 70 or 225 damage plus 125% damage or whatever the max is on like weapons these days, if you get those two main slots, but then you got two crap ones, you can still like, you know, work with that kind of thing. Yeah. It allows you, what we talked about, I think last time is allows you a clear path of making the builds you want to, you, know, you want to do. Cause that's what, where Anthem really shines when you get these crazy builds of like laser beams or, you know, one shot, whatever. And that's where these, and that's where it really like becomes fun when you can do those so if the problem right now is there's no clear path of making those builds it's just completely rng but like i said if we could recalibrate your your gear and re-roll a specific because it's just like oh this would be perfect if it just had this one different uh different uh, perk then that'd be a really good good end game grind and then they need to figure out how to make weapons just more viable at higher levels apparently you just go in there with your like you said your heavy combo and unlimited charges builds in Grandmaster 2 and 3, and that's how you roll. Your weapons aren't really used as much. Yeah, uh, true. So they can figure that out, I believe. Um, they did introduce legendary missions, like I was saying, and I'm really glad because I prefer the missions and the bosses in those missions over strongholds. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad that, and I, I was looking at a lot of feedback and a lot of players are thinking the same. They're like, man, we did a legendary mission. It took us hours and the loot was really crap, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they're like, this is the funnest I've ever had though. Like it was random types of enemies and, you know, a lot of verticality and because it's the mission and the, the environment's different and missions a lot, the objectives are different. So that's really good. Um, and they also introduced some cosmetics, not only through the form of Elysian caches, but also in the store, they released that dragon scale texture that a lot of people were pumped about, like whenever the game first released and they yeah. were teasing them and even on the actual anthem subreddit the really salty one uh people were praising that they were like man this is awesome we need more of this stuff yeah that's that's you know the real in game is the fashion in game right so it's uh it's really good that um you get these these cosmetic stuff because you know with armor um you're not really getting you're not really getting armor drops that change your look so everything's all through these cosmetic items so that's where your customization comes along and i think the the pattern or the patterning what is it, like whatever they call that um i guess you yeah, had your textures or whatever i think that's a really cool addition to anthem that not a lot of other games have the ability to to change it that because usually a lot of games it's just like your color um but this allows you to change your patterning and your color so i think that's you know where they have a niche so they just need to keep on pushing that and pushing those boundaries and making more crazy stuff for sure um the if you are interested in fashion lancing as it's called and <laughs> a less salty post i do uh, encourage you to check out the subreddit low sodium anthem that's the name low sodium anthem uh it's pretty much a splinter off of the community who said hey we're tired of the state of the subreddit like the actual anthem the game subreddit and it was created and i've been checking it out for the last few days and it's a lot better uh a little bit of fanboying but there's also a lot of like i I feel like this person could have posted on either but they chose to do low sodium and like 
take a second first before they typed it out kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so they had like a goose frava before they started typing. Um, yeah, it's it's a much better way to look at it and you don't just walk away from it with this feeling of, the, of despair. <laughs> so highly encouraged to look at that. Yeah, if you're playing the game and you like the game, you just have a couple issues of it. It just feels demoralizing going to the main Reddit and just seeing like, Every single post on the front page, just salt on top of salt of like, and not like you said, not constructive feedback of just like people just complaining and complaining about the same things without giving solutions. So it's awesome that they created this. It's sad that this has to be a thing, but I think it's a good place for people that still enjoy Anthem and still want to hear like the actual positive news about the game. Hey, Lax, you still there? Yeah, I just don't know, really know anything about Anthem. <laughs> no, no, so. no, no. <laughs> I'm messing with you. Hey, you want to talk about the vision now? There we go. Can. <laughs> oh, you sure? Because I mean, we can just stop right now. We can just turn <laughs> turn off the podcast. I don't think Lex has played Division. Lex, have you played the newest Division? Yeah, man. Have you heard? Yeah. Have you heard? Uh, about I'm it? still in Division One. Oh, uh, okay. How's 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 the Dark Zone? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> still one v fiving people. Wish. The Division 2 does have an update coming up, so maybe you should log in and start gearing up and get ready for it. Uh, on April 5th, we're getting World Tier 5 and the title Basin Stronghold. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, you're right. Uh, okay. And along with that, we get uh, Heroic Difficulty, uh, which will bring in a higher gear score, I think 500, because yep. right now it's 450, right? Yep. And then there's also going to be some gear sets, three of them. And they're also putting in a large scale, like in this patch is like a large scale balance patch as well, uh, which the developers I think said on a live stream that when they released World Tier Five, because people were just complaining, when's World Tier Five? When's World Tier Five? And they said, well, we're gonna do, we're gonna fix a lot of balancing issues first before we do World Tier Five. And mm. I guess they could have said with World Tier Five because it's coming out at the same time. Bold move, Cotton. We'll see if it pays off for them. So, you you stoked for this, Lax? Like, yeah. you ready? Like, you just sitting around, like, twiddling your thumbs, just I'm waiting ready. for this world I mean, tier? Yeah. yeah, I'm, like, four, I don't know, like, 450-something here score, just waiting until Friday, really. So, what's uh what's the build you've been running with? I have, I have a uh, one-shot sniper build. And oh, surprise. <laughs> just recently, <laughs> I got a vector, so I started making a vector build. Man, you played right into my clutches with that answer. Thank you very much. <laughs> so something I've been seeing a lot on the forums and everything is uh, one problem with Division that people are not liking right now is the build diversity. Like pretty much what you just said, the right. one-shot model 700 and then the vector crit build, which was also predominant in the early stages of Division 1, right? Um, like those seem to be like the top two and miles ahead of all the other builds. Is that what you're seeing right now? Yeah, I mean, you can make other things work. I feel like it's just that these are more of the most popular and also I think the least that you have to work for, in my opinion. Yeah, because the one-shot sniper build, I was like, man, you know, it's that takes a lot of components to work. But then I started seeing one guy, he made it work with like two or three green items. And he, as long as he had a Model 700 and like a few other key talents or perks... Uh, he was able to go in and still one-shot people with with green items on. And I thought that was ridiculous. I didn't realize that it was that easily accessible. So Yeah, you don't really need to optimize build the one-shot. Yeah, a lot of the complaints I hear is people that have uh, trying to build like more of a tanky build, and they get all these crazy components to build this uh, super tanky build, and it doesn't matter when people have these uh, one-shot or vector builds. So I think... You know, going back to is there a build diversity issue? There might be a little bit there of like people don't get the chance to try and counteract these things with super super tanky builds, and even if they do, it takes a lot more work than getting the the single sniper build. But at the same time, you know, kind of an outsider looking in, I think it's okay to have like seasons of builds. Um, you know, even going back to other games like Destiny, I think it's okay to have a season of a gun or a season of a particular the meta or whatever, as long as the game updates frequently enough that it just doesn't come super stale. Like, there's always going to be stuff that's better than other stuff, but if that stays like that for a super long per- 
prolonged time and without any balance updates, which sounds like they're going to be doing, I think that's when it you know starts to become the problem. So as long as this, they keep the stuff fresh, I think it's not the end of the world. Lax, what would you rather see? Would you would you like to see the Model Seven Hundred and like the Vector and Crit or like the Berserk uh, perk, which is enabling a lot of the stuff like extra damage when you lose armor? Uh, would you like to see that stuff nerfed, or would you like to see like tankiness buffed and other things buffed to count to counter them? I would say tanky because I like the idea of like a one sh- having a one shot sniper build, but I feel like you have to. I feel like you should be able to work more forward to it. You don't really need to work towards it right now. But you also have to think this isn't really end game right now. It's still World Tree Four, so also more things are will come into matter in World Tree Five. Yeah, because right now there's like no recourse, right? Like you're okay with there being a one shot sniper build, but there's zero ways to counter it, and yeah, that's, I think that's the biggest problem. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I could get on board with that. Just give me a way to get tanky enough, and when there's not a way to get tanky enough, then that's a problem. And for example, in Division One, there is a flame turret builds, or and things like that, or like and grenades and stuff. So all you need to do was just stack to counter that. Kind of was stack. Exotic exotic damage resilience to counter the effects of that. Gotcha. Mm. Which, in games where you see metas arise, people are gonna be forced if they if if people are all running that, then that makes that build obsolete, and they're forced to either run a little bit more balanced of a build or you know join the other side of it. And hey, that's what happens, right? Like uh, like Deathless Sand. Yeah, as long as there's a counter and you can build towards that, I think that's exciting. And, you know, the community figuring out that counter. But there just needs to be that. And I don't think there is yet on some of these builds. But like Slack said, we still got another her world tier to go. And there's probably going to be a bunch of different uh, shifts in the meta at that point. So we'll see. I was uh, looking on Twitter the other day. And brace yourselves. This is a, a Fortnite streamer was saying this. <laughs> but I think it was TSM Daquan. But uh, he was talking about, and I don't know what's going on in Fortnite world. I think something to do with the recent patch and the way they're doing like some kind of ranked or competitive queue. Um, He said that developers need to understand that when you make a queue, people are going to smurf. People are going to, you know, get boosted. You know, when you make a meta, people are going to abuse it and use it like, yeah. Like, stop trying to, like, hard code a counter to players um, right. to try to do that. Just kind of let it happen and be creative with what you put in. Give players a way to, you know, counter it themselves through just legitimate in-game means. And, you know, just let the environment kind of kind of work. So, uh, I think the Vision has learned a lot from their first game to, to make this happen. So, yeah, I have every confidence in them to do this. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they definitely learned. I mean, the SMGs are good again. I know in Division One they nerfed SMGs and they just were never good again. So. Mm. Okay, that must have been yeah. That that must have been after I stopped playing because my vector was with Deadly and a couple other things was like god tier, and I guess yeah they nerfed it. Never worked out. The next thing that a lot of people are kind of you know not happy with is the whole skill power or skill. Uh, power builds that aren't really good enough uh people are in pve i guess the demolitionist and some explosion damage builds are doing okay but they still pale in comparison to other stuff um especially against certain npcs that will just rush you (laughs) and you don't really have much recourse against them it's like if you if you can get the pack when they spawn you know, these builds have seem to be really good. Uh, but the other problem with skill power, a lot of people, if, if you're not tracking, don't realize that the higher mods, it's re- you can't really get enough skill power to enable them, right? And when, this is yeah. why a lot of people are using purple mods. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's weird. I mean, I don't know if it's just a weird balancing thing that they tried to balance for Witcher 5 and it just screwed over the other world tiers or what happened. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are thinking, that once you get to World Tier 5, that you'll be able to attain enough skill power. But even then, with the amount of skill power that's that's being put out there, um, well, and again, the, we've said this in the past, but skill power does not boost like the damage uh, or the efficiency of the skill. Uh, it just, like, like I was saying, it, it makes you that you can get to the threshold to enable a mod, which that mod is what gives you like increased damage, cooldown, mm-hmm. 
or radius or what have you. And I, I think the things I'm seeing mostly are going to be like skill duration, CD, radius, that kind of thing. So that like you can heal your whole team for, you know, 20 seconds. Like those are the builds that I've I've been hearing are probably going to be the most effective. Uh, are there any others that have been talked about or you see on Horizon? Like what are you going to be looking for in your skills with the World Tier 5? Um, I don't know really about more skills. I probably just stick to what I've been doing, what I've been using is the healing chem launcher, and I've been using the revive hive for because when I'm like solo and things, it's nice when it works. But also another th- problem I've seen is that um, I saw someone use a, a range build skill build on their uh, chem launcher heal, and it was really big. And like when they were doing PVE, I don't know, it was a big circle. But when they go to a normalized state like conflict or dark zone, it was just like normal size. So his build was just useless. Oh yeah, that's the other issue. So yeah, the Marco style, I think. Which by the way, if you want to keep up with anything division, just go sub the Marco style on YouTube and watch his videos. Uh, he'll give it to you straight. Don't don't listen to the flack out there. People complaining about what he has to say. You know, I I think it's pretty straightforward. All the stuff that he that he puts out there. Do you agree, Lax? With that? Yeah, he's getting too much hate for no reason. Yeah, for sure. I like him. I I just recently watched his um video on the what guns are the best, like DPS wise, in their own class, like ARs or LMGs and stuff like that. Yeah, and I appreciated that he didn't compare cross classes because he's like, hey, they're all viable in their own builds and play what you like and that kind of thing. The last thing I wanted to talk to you about with uh, Division and something that a lot of players want to see either addressed or not addressed is the whole normalized zones and PvP versus, you know, just let your build do its thing and all the stats apply in PvP. Um, do you have a personal opinion on that? Like, do you prefer one or the other? Um, I think there's a place for each, but I don't think they should need to force it as much as they're trying to. Like, it's nice to have normalized certain certain areas just for everybody. But uh, they made the, they said the occupied dark zone was for people who could just show off their build. Well, from what I heard, doesn't there's no modifiers or anything, but it's kind of the same thing as normalized anyway. I don't know, it's just a little weird. Yeah, cuz the game gives you the option, right? You go in this dark zone, you're going to get you're going to get squashed if you don't have the armor or the damage or whatever. Um or you go into this one and essentially you guys are doing about the same damage and have the same health with the exception of like cooldowns probably being different, right? Um yeah. radius of your healing or like crit chance and all that kind of stuff. Technically it's supposed to work that way. But I think right now it's kind of bugged, like you were saying. You go in there and your stuff's still like normalized down to default. So yeah, I'm a fan of just giving players the option. Kind of like, almost like a Iron Banner versus regular Crucible. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, I guess, for the normalized DZ. But I don't know. I mean, there's definitely tweaking they can do to it to make it better. Yeah, to me it seems a little weird that... Like you're expecting, like you said, the the chem launcher, the you know your the radius of it um, is going to be different because those skills aren't taking effect. It's your your playstyle changes. You know, it's not the fact that it's just like it's doing more healing or it's doing less healing or it's doing more damage or more crit damage or better crits. It's like the the skills are acting different, which is kind of weird to me. You know, like it, I think you know going back to Destiny, they've tried to which kind of got them in trouble a lot of times is kind of balance the PvP and PvE. So, like, you shoot a gun in PvE or you do an ability in PvE, it's the same way it's going to work in PvP. But this seems like, you know, there is going to be some differences. You're going to have to adjust your playstyle or adjust your builds that, you know, that you're used to doing in PvE or the uh, whatever the, the non-normalized ones are. And you're have to change it up when you go in the normalized uh, Dark Zone. Yeah, me personally, I felt like I would always play normalized. But I would want my hard-earned gear to still do what it's supposed to do right you know like i like i still want my i don't want my crit chance to be capped if i have like this insane crit chance or damage like i still want that to be proportionate or to be affecting my gear but you know i i I think it's fair for everyone to start at the same base level but then Mm -hmm. their their gear kind of improve upon that um what do you guys think about like PvP exclusive or Dark Zone exclusive player, like more stats. And we do have some like 
player damage, right? Stats in the game? Uh, I don't... I think damage or, like, protection to players. I don't think so. No? Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> was that in Division 1, or am I just making that up flat like out? that in Division 1, yeah, but I don't think that's in Division 2. Oh, so you basically, like, you had PvP-only stats of, like, increases damage against other players, increases crit chance against other players? Yeah, like, would you like to see them do that in an attempt to push metas and and help, you know, things equal out in those unnormalized zones or, like, the free-for-all zones? I mean, I guess they could, but I think they just need to really just tweak normal the, the way normalized acts is because, like, I mean, yeah, sometimes you might have a gear piece that is better than someone else's so that's why you'll get ahead of them in normalized but like sometimes it just won't it just doesn't matter have you have you been playing a lot of the team like pvp matches or is it just not that fun right now uh, with the one shots uh i mean con- in conflict yeah um not many people it it's not necessarily work to run the the one-shot sniper build in conflict because it's too much too fast paced too many people are just running around and stuff so you can't really get a lot of sight with the sniper i tried and i get like one or two kills a game and that's it so really it's just people running uh i was i seen someone run a crit chance build with an ar and then it's mostly just um vector builds and stuff yeah i think mtash was doing videos on like the ar builds probably like berserker and a bunch of crit chance stuff like that we don't have the raid release date yet uh but if you're interested, go out there and Google a little bit, and there have been some leaks on the mechanics mm-hmm. and other things uh, about the raid. Uh, I won't spoil it for you here, but as a Destiny player, they got my interest peaked. I'll just say that. So I, I think I'm ready um, for the raid in this game, and I can definitely see us trying the Sherpa and do some things if I could just get to endgame in the Division 2. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah. So, what do you think? Like, so World Tier Five is coming out, and that's come out what a month and a half after a month since the game release. So, do you think like World Tier Five is going to last about a month, and then the the raid releases, and that's like I, the cap on that? Yeah. I mean, maybe I I'm mean, not, not even. I know. Yeah. I mean, it might not be that even. I know they want they want to do a world like release day like time, so there could be like yeah. a world first race and stuff. So, I would guess they give it maybe at least a week or two until they release it so that it gets people geared up a little bit and ready for it i mean no one knows what's gonna we're gonna we're gonna need or anything so i mean it's gonna be cool so so you don't think it's one of the main things on the roadmap like the summer autumn winter you don't think it's like the summer one you think it's something in between any of those i think it's in between because they want to do a world's first race so if they release it with one of them Season pass owners get it se- seven days early, so how that mm. would work? Yeah, they have to yeah. release it on its own. Oh, I see. So you're saying if it was part of that content, um, so yeah, it could be within the summer one, but it'll release like three weeks after the summer one comes out. I think is maybe what you're thinking. Um, yes. Yeah, I think that probably makes sense. Yeah, I'm thinking summer is like May, like mid or late May, and we'll probably get the raid like a week or two after everyone is able to access the content. That's I'm cool I'm with thinking. that. I'm still, there's still so much to do in the game and so much, you know, for gearing up, at least, you know, for me, I know a lot of people are already there already, but I think it's cool that you don't have a raid release, like right as the game came, comes out or the expansion comes out. So give people time to gear up and, you know, get your builds ready and then, then tackle it. Don't be, you know, stress and only focusing on that. Cause there's so much more the game has to offer. And I know we're wrapping up here, but I, I just want to throw this out there. Looking at the Division and Anthem and all the games that we talk about and cover, man, we have become a super consuming like player base of gamers. Like, there's just there's no amount of content that will make I think players happy at this point. Uh, looking at Division, how much there is to do. If you go on the subreddit, still top post talking about not much to do or gosh, fix this. Like, what am I going to be doing? Like, people complain about what world tier five. Like, what am I going to be doing until then? But there's already people with like hundreds of hours played in these games. Right. And I'm sitting here just like not even scratching the surface of uh, getting to end game yet. So, 
it's a good problem to have, I guess, you know, a <laughs> hundred or 200 hours into the game. I got nothing else to do right now. It's like, geez, <laughs> I mean, that's it. back in the day, you know, you'd be lucky to get 10 hours out of a $60 game. So, I mean, there's still some cases sure. like that. So, so I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Halo, you know, you get like 20 to 30 hours out of the, con- out of the campaign. Mm-hmm. And then everything else depends on other players. And if you didn't have internet, you're out of luck. So, or at least I didn't have internet. So land parties all day. All right, guys. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Covers all the the games that we cover. We so, did it. Yeah, we did it. Max dropped some us, knowledge Lex. on us. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because uh, I didn't have it. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you were here. Shout out to all those that joined us again yesterday in our clan anniversary. Four years going strong in Destiny. Uh, we did give out some prizes yesterday. $20 yes. worth of silver. You know, we did some little raffles off uh, throughout the clan anniversary event. So, it, and that went out to anybody, not just clan members. So, people can get in on that. We'll be looking for more fun things to do. Um, so, yeah, spread the love. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Grandma. Tell your dog. dog. Yeah, tell Grandma. your dog. Mm-hmm. My dog Rex in the Crucible. Tell your Let me fish. Tell, you. <laughs> tell your fish. <laughs> yeah, we'd love that. <laughs> we'd love to have you. And if you want to check it out, some other stuff that we do, you tune into streams like Death and Taxes. Where can they find you at, Death? Yeah, you can find me on twitch.tv slash deathandtaxes underscore TV or on Twitter and Discord on the same name. Lax, you got anything you want to plug? You want people to follow you on Twitter or anything like that? Nah, I'm good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can catch Lax in the Discord. He's one of our division officers. Um, he just I just saw some events you put up there. Yeah. Where we, got, we got some checkpoint farm and what else? Uh, Hunter Mass Farm. So there's hunters that I don't know if you remember hunters from Division One. Mm-hmm. There, uh, you have to do certain things to get them to spawn at night, and then once you kill them, they'll drop a mask, like a cool mask. Cosmetic. That's yeah. so cool. Then also they drop these things called ivory keys. That there's a chest in the base operations. And you need eight keys to unlock it. So nice dropping knowledge. Thanks, guys, very much, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in again, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. See you. Peace out. Peace.